Week five. Week six. Is it week six? Definitely it's week six, episode six, bro. Oh, man, I'm behind a week. I'm kind of sick today, but we have a great one for you guys. We're on site. We're at Tehachapi with Zach Scow. Fresh, beautiful air. We're actually outside. We discovered that Rob is scared of heights today. Hey, low-key. You guys got to see us. This is beautiful. This is way above 500 feet. This is not Bakersfield elevation at all. We're really up in the mountains right now. It's really beautiful. Um, Sun's still out. Tons of acres out here, nice and green. You can taste the difference in the air. It's a beautiful thing. But what's even more beautiful is um, this is week six, off the fly, EC3, Gaptooth Genius here, Rob. Rob, do you want to let me know who we're going to interview today? So today we have a, an advocate for uh, not just dogs, you know, mostly any animals out there. And uh, he uh, generously uh, invited us to his house and uh, get a little glimpse of his lifestyle and um, we have uh, Zach Scow with us today, uh, CEO or founder of Marley's Mutts and uh, we'll get him in here you know in a little bit once uh, we get situated and uh, have him explain what Marley's Mutts for those of you who don't follow or uh, know yet but he'll definitely tune you in for that. Really excited for this episode, you guys. Um, just before we get started, just another quick shout-out for our Week 5 guest, Jake Tovar. Really appreciate the love, man. Um, a lot of people listened to it. A lot of people followed us. Word of mouth was really, really big on this one. We really appreciate that, Jake. We hope you're having a great time in Hawaii right now, Hawaii. my guy. He's in Hawaii for a week getting uh, that business done. If you don't follow him, and you need to because he's going to have some dope pics from that that trip, so follow him at M-O-T-V-D. That's at M-O-T-V-D. Um, give him a follow. Show him some love. Uh, but we'll be right back with our uh, week six, episode six. Zach Scow, founder of Marley's Mutts. Off the fly. Welcome to Off the Fly. We're on site today in beautiful Tehachapi, California. Really beautiful site. We're surrounded by dogs. We have a pig. It's awesome. <laughs> How the pig? It's Ernie, it's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. We have Rob here. Say hello, Rob. See what you're seeing. What up, what up, what up? Yep. As I said, beautiful scenery out here. Very green. Definitely not as muggy as Bakersfield. You can hear the birds chirping, you man. You hear the birds chirping. I have allergies really bad, and the air is so marvelous up here. It tastes the good, clean air. It's awesome. They also can't s- smell me on the podcast. I've been, I've been walking horse stalls for the last two hours. Oh, good. But the voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen, that is, this is Zach Scow, founder of Marley's Mutts. Really honored to have him on as a guest today. It's going to be really fun. Zach, if you want to introduce yourself and uh, tell the people what Marley's Mutts is about, a little short summary before we dive yeah, in. Yeah, man, I don't do anything short, unfortunately. But, Definitely. Uh, but yeah, I'm Zach Scow. I'm the executive director and founder of Marley's Mutts. And... Um, Marley's Mutts is a is a Kern County based dog rescue, but we really do a whole lot more than that. We have um, a comprehensive educational program that's live in all all sorts of schools around uh, Kern County, and um, and so that program's going at all the time. It's live at Standard Elementary. They've okay. already graduated a class. It's called Pledge. We have our our uh, Miracle Mutts department, which is a therapy and service wing. So those dogs go around to every day. Like today, we were at CSUB for finals. Okay. So, so when people are going through finals, we have a little uh, rejuvenation station where they can stop, pet on dogs, you know, to cuddle up with the puppies and uh, and uh, and refill themselves, man. So so the, the miracle mutts are everywhere. They're in hospitals. They're they're at schools. They're these are a couple dozen therapy dogs that are certified that Definitely. we certify through ourselves through our own organization. And those dogs go to the honor flight breakfast to cancer centers to um, Ronald McDonald House, the Valley Achievement Center, anywhere that the human canine bond will help people. Definitely. And then we also have, obviously, your re- your regular rescue adoption, <laughs> like the dog that's nibbling on my arm right now. So we rescue, you know, hopeless dogs from local high-kill shelters. Um, we have anywhere between 60 and 85 dogs at any given time, which wow. are in mostly foster homes all over Kern County. We got an L.A. Uh, spot that's mm-hmm. that we're putting together that we're working on we're trying to feed it water and sunlight and get it to grow um which i think we're doing really good um 
I'm honored to have Natalie Maine from the Dixie Chicks as one of our fosters. So that, That's awesome. That, that works tight. out well. It's tight. Don't tell anyone, but I know just about as much uh, Dixie Chicks as I do Wu Tang, <laughs> which, which is a lot. That's a lot. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and then we have a uh, positive change, like um, this boy right here. We also have a spade neuter program. Obviously, we we fixed over. I've 5, used 000. that. I've used yes. My uh, have a this guy right here. Cabal, nice, man. Cabal, man. Cabal, Cabal Fitzgerald Contreras, man. That's good, man. <laughs> uh, got him. Taken care of you guys. He was a he was a log when I got him back. He was done. He yeah. slept all day. Yeah. yeah, but man, when he woke up, he was out of it. But he, I'm, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, man, we, we I needed that so bad. We have euthanized we euthanized tens of thousands of do- dogs in this county every year, man. Mm-hmm. Tens of thousands, and and that's a that's a lot when you think about it. I mean, yeah. so spay and neuter is the key. We can yeah, rescue definitely. all day long, but that's like putting a bandaid on a on a gunshot wound. Right. So spay and neuter is the way to go. So we we do that, and have been doing that for years. Um, like I said, about five thousand dogs in the last. Uh, probably eight years yeah. and then we do a prison so prisons like where my heart is lately especially you know i've been i've been in rescue since 2003 okay 2004 um so it's been you know more than a, it's been a long time and uh it, it can really take the life out of you it can suck the energy out of you it's it's um it's tough work you know and um and working in the prisons is just it's like it's it's given me a whole a whole new vitality, a yes. whole new vigor for the work I do. Mm-hmm. I love going to work there because I I see myself in in those guys. You know, I see. Uh, you know, I, I come from. I don't come from a very good place in terms of how all Marley's nuts began. It was a really organic process, and 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 if I can do it, and if I can succeed in this world, and especially in such a in, in the pet services industry where there's it's such a booming market man mm-hmm. everybody's got a dog everybody you know using dog trainers using dog boarding using doggy daycare using mm-hmm. yeah. you know <laughs> that dogs are just our new new family to people and, and you know how much you spend on your kids so people are starting to spend a lot on their on, on their, their dogs animals. just yeah. like the, the family yeah Honestly, family. that's how i feel about my dog yeah man. straight up so so we uh you know we're trying to uh train guys in prison to teach them to really become vulnerable and emotionally available to, to ready them for life on the outside. And we're teaching them a skill, a legitimate vocation that they can, I mean, these guys are master trainers by the time they get out of prison, yeah, especially and they if they've enrolled. Job too and well. they need, yeah, they need that, man. They need something positive, I think, in their yeah. life. And that's why I see with the positive. Yeah. How, what's, what's the pro- positive change? Positive man. change. Positive change. Positive positive change. change. What did that so, start, Zach? That started two and a half years ago. Wow. And, uh, one of our buddies, Robbie got out of prison He'd been in for 12 or something or so years. And when he got out, he came up to his, his mom, wanted to adopt him a dog to give him some, some direction. Cause you come out of prison feral, man, yeah. you, you know, especially depending on where you've been, if you've been in secure housing, if you've been in, um, what kind of facility you've been at, you know, it's, it, it's tough, man. It's really right. tough to, to integrate into society yeah. and, and do so, um, well, without without just going ripe, it's a revolving door process right. because you can't get a job because you're a felon. Well, oftentimes, you know, you, you've you got a lot of tattoos that people are turned off by those tattoos you got, so that you can kind of stay alive in prison. Uh-huh. Um, people don't have there's they don't give you virtually any um, enrichment in prison. You yeah. know, it's it's uh, you're going to get better at becoming a criminal. So it's Definitely. so hard to keep your head above water as an inmate. So. Um, and, and just interacting with with people is not something that you. That, that's one of the main issues that that people face when they get when they come off of being incarcerated. And so Robbie came up here, his mom and he, they we paired him up with Shadow, and it was just perfect for him. And it was exactly what he needed. And uh, I hope he doesn't go after the pig. Hopefully, hopefully, you won't hear the barks. And uh, so. Um, yeah, we paired them together, and it was it was love at first sight, man. And 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 what Shadow was able to do for Robbie was to help him kind of face the world and be his therapy dog, and and Shadow really needed him to be her therapy human, yeah, because she was still phasing in. She had been shot. Okay. Uh, forty five. We dug a forty five caliber bullet out of her chest. That's a long. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, definitely. But uh, they needed each other, and they were there able to be there for one another, and it really helped Robbie. It helped Robbie get involved. He started uh, volunteering for Marley's Mutts. We, he, he uh, went and gave his testimony at the mission at Kern County where my mom works okay. and, uh, and he was off to the races, you know, and, and, and we had hired him. He, he's been our ranch manager for the last eight months. He's moved on to start his own rescue. Um, he's a good dude. And, uh, and so that, that was the impetus to, to get involved with prisons. I'd always wanted to do it. I just didn't know how you would do it. We tried to get going at Lairdo. We tried to get going at Tehachapi early on and we just kept getting, 
you know, they're not going to give you any funding. Right. They won't help you right. financially. So you got to do that all your own, and you got to you got to have the operational procedure, which is like the uh, the blueprint for how to work the the program inside of a facility. Mm-hmm. So we um, through Karma Rescue, we came up on that the blueprint. And we modified it for ourselves, and, and we, we got California City. We had some really great advocates over there. The warden, um, AW, Associate Warden Torres, uh, she's amazing. Uh, Associate Warden Lundy, um, Warden David Long. And, and it was just off to the races, man. That was our pilot program. And then within a few months, we were at Corcoran, which is a level four. I mean, it's one of the Back most dangerous reasons yeah. in, yep. in America, Definitely. Corcoran. I mean, everyone knows about Corcoran. Yeah. I mean, most people know about San Quentin. You know, and, and places like that, or you know, but but you know, old Corcoran is the is the the down and dirty nitty gritty, and, yeah. and our programs are run at the on the yard, you know, mm-hmm. at, in the housing unit. So most programs are run in a teach in a classroom, right? You know, you so you yeah, yeah, you're right in the middle of it. We're the only right in the yard, right? Yeah, we're and we're in the housing unit. We're we're <laughs> right there, and then we we do we do class on the yard. We do class in the gym sometimes, and then we do class in the pod mm-hmm. itself, and so. Now we're at uh, North Kern, we're at Wasco, we're at Corcoran, we're at uh, we're at uh, Cal City, and we're hoping to expand it to Hatchby, and then um, uh, juvenile juvenile detention in Bakersfield for the girls program there called Pathways. Okay, oh, okay, actually, yeah. okay. My dad's a probation officer, so that's why I really? heard Pathways. Yes. Oh, cool. So maybe we, we always we could yeah, figure something man. out. He's on, he's on the he's on the board and all that. Good Is he stuff. really? Yeah. Yes, man. I yeah. go to the I go to the uh, <laughs> the board's meetings. The, the meetings they have every Monday. I think they oh. had them today. <laughs> Ernie Contreras Jr. He looks just like me. <laughs> exactly just like, like me, no man. Way, yeah, man. Yeah, crazy. What yeah. is he? What is he? He's just a probation. Yeah, he's officer? Uh, DP uh, DP two. It's like okay. he's been there. He's one of the union reps. Okay. Yeah, he's he likes to go against the grain. Nice man. You should talk to him about Marley's months because I presented to the CPAC. The CPAC meetings are like, I, I forget how often they are, but but uh, okay, might be, it might be a group. He's yeah, a he's been of. there for years, man. He's yeah. almost he's been, he retired in a couple of years, so yeah, we're we're really trying to get on it at the new Lairdo. They've they've revived Lairdo, and we're really trying to work. They have a jewel correctional facility there too, right? Yeah, now, right? Okay. Well, it's, there's been a correctional facility there. That's so this is county, so county oh, jail. Okay. So jail is run by the sheriff's department, mm. and 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 then prison is run by. Correctional officers. Yes. So they're, they're okay. both, you know, custody custody officers, but they yeah, just different. call them different things. They're run by different agencies. Well, I wanted to ask you, Zach, um, with all the information you just provided, I've seen a couple of videos you were saying that you feel dogs are free medicine. Yeah, can for you sure. can you explain how you discovered that and how that what that means to you? So and- many, so many ways, man. <laughs> I mean, like, um, for for instance, what it did for Robbie and what is the same thing it did for me. Um, instead of taking a benzo or something to try and feel comfortable or about being around people, um, you know, you can bring your dog with you. So early on in, uh, you know, I started all this in liver failure. And, and so I didn't look right when I, when I started all this, I was real, I, I looked like I was dying. And, and, um, so it was uncomfortable for me to be out. It was uncomfortable for me to interact with a lot of people. I had not interacted with people sober before, uh, in years. So it was very difficult for me to try and blend in, you know what all I'm right. saying? And, uh, and so my dogs really help provide that buffer, you know, give you that, gives you something to talk to about, Definitely. gives you, um, breaks the ice, breaks the ice. Totally yeah, breaks breaks the ice. ice yeah. Everybody's got something to relate to it on. So a lot of that social anxiety, I was able to kind of barrel through because I had my dogs. dogs. Uh, when I got out of the hospital, I, um, I was in full, I, I was addicted to Dilaudid and morphine okay. for being in the hospital for two months. They give you a lot of. Uh, intravenous pain yeah. meds. Yeah. So I gone through alcohol withdrawals in the hospital, but I, I had to go through opiate withdrawals out of the hospital, and that was a nightmare, man. That was a you know full full body um, seizures, seizures and then uh, hallucinations, full audio visual hallucinations. I was hearing things, I was seeing things that weren't there. Uh, it was it was bad, and I had my dogs with me in bed. I lost control of my bowels like I was a mess, yeah, right. you know, and, and I had my dogs with me and, and that was like the only grounding. I felt like the world was coming to an end, man. It was rough. And, uh, and I had my dogs with me and that really helped, helped me get through that experience without losing my mind, I yeah. guess, or, or, you know, wanting to commit suicide. That, that's the big thing for me was my, I was suicidal when I got out of the hospital. Um, I didn't know how to live and I, I didn't sober. Yeah, I didn't know how to live sober at yes. all. And I didn't um I didn't have the first idea how to do it and I wasn't good, I didn't think I was good at anything in life. Like you guys go to school and stuff, you know, you have yeah. a degree, 
you know, almost. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I have a degree in marketing, so I'm gonna go work for a marketing firm. I'm gonna go yeah. do it. I don't have a degree. I'm I'm good at at talking, I guess. So did you feel like? You know, well, we, we, I think we're stripping ahead a little bit, but that brought some meaning to your life. Yeah, full, the dogs, full same on, man. Rescue I mean, dogs. It, it gave me. It yeah, gave me purpose. Loss. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me purpose 100 percent because I didn't know. I didn't have any redeeming qualities. I fucking hated myself. Every minute of every day, I hated myself. Yeah. And I and I looking in the mirror, waking up in my own skin. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I couldn't stand being alive in my own skin. And I, I so I needed, I needed direction. I needed affirmation. I needed love. I needed to give and receive it. And the so dogs provided me with all that. You know, they give you unconditional love. They just look at you and love you, man. Yeah. There is this no matter what. Where, so I'm, I'm, I just this is like the, the real deal. I just shit myself. Yeah. Right. I'm in, I'm 140 pounds. I'm yellow. I got this huge ascites filled you know belly. I got a, a catheter in my back. Just real fast. What yeah. were you suffering from? Just liver failure. Acute liver. alcoholic hepatitis. Okay. Cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. Cirrhosis of the liver. Liver failure. That's so, rough, man. Um, so I was in liver failure and I was in the hospital for two months dying of, of liver failure. And then I got transferred to, um, Cedar sinai where I was able to join their transplant program. And then they took me off a lot of my medicines, sent me home and, and basically said, just hold on. You have to hold on for six months to try to qualify for transplant. You, you couldn't even get close to getting a transplant Definitely. unless you're six months sober and you got to be able to prove that you, you can you're worth it. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, that, yeah man. Real talk, we work at Current Family Healthcare, so we deal yeah. with a lot of liver yeah. transplant evaluations, and really? we see what's going on. And it's yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tedious program, man. Yeah. And they don't give you any idea of what you need to do for yourself. They just take tell you to they not eat salt. Yeah. Yeah. They say don't it. eat salt and try to move. Yeah, and, exactly. and, uh, and that's still you know, as a transplant patient, I I did not get a transplant. I worked my way. Um, I got better, you know, I, I got better just putting one foot in front of the other. I started walking with my dogs is what I started doing. And then I started kind of hiking. I started jogging and like just incrementally. I couldn't even take like 50 steps when I first started. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do anything. I was just spent and physically so weak. I mean, I could have been atrophied from being in the hospital. Just, 140 pounds is, yeah. I mean, you got your size, man. Yeah. 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 That's really um, small. So I was, and I, but I looked fat because I had this huge belly. Stomach. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I just, you know, I, I started to get physically better. I threw myself into rescuing dogs and that's all I thought about from morning from sunup till sundown was, was getting better and, 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 and living for these dogs. You know, um, I would make my posters, put my posters up everywhere. I'd have a pack, I had a pack of dogs with me at all times, anywhere between like three and 10 dogs. And, uh, I was at my dad's garage that there was a little apartment above the garage and that's where I lived. And, and that's what we did was just do that all every day walk the dogs work with the dogs take them to events do my own whatever figure it out yeah and, uh, you start to get some people you know I would, like panhandle for money at aa meetings and <laughs> get people to uh to give, give me span neuter money and 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 then i would lose all of it we get a, a par, little parvo puppies and i'd lose it all, lose it all. Yeah. and then i'd have to i think fuck i'm not doing this i can't do this this is not you know and then but we'd earn it back yeah. and, and then and then we'd lose it all again for distemper puppies or something and, yeah um but then we just figured it out man and, and and just by sharing my story sharing what i what i went through sharing their stories that they all tell us like you see evander you see yeah. pal you know, um, Evander had it rough, man. Yeah, that's the, the, yeah, that's the one in the, with, the black one. Yeah. He had yeah. the, he had the, the black. Like side of his yeah, face. Yeah, that was the one. That was yeah. the man. That shook yeah. me up, man. A lot of your posts with the dogs, with the graphic, yeah, graphic yeah. images. That yeah. it's hard to look well, at. Look at man. him now. He's, yeah, he's I know. Full of life. It's like it never <laughs> happened. No, yeah, it's totally like it never happened. That's that's <laughs> the beauty of dogs. For those listening, he's basically got half a face. His eyes gone. His ear is blown out. He's got a bunch of like fractured parts of his skull and his inner ear. So his ear doesn't work. He's missing an ear and an eye, essentially. Yeah. But he's also the happiest, raddest dog. Oh yeah. And he's hanging out with a pig. <laughs> yeah, just kicking it with the pig. He's kicking with the pig. Like they're just, they're man, they're they're great. <laughs> yeah, they're just kicking it right here. So would you say that vulnerability was like maybe more more than anything, like probably the key to your success totally. and pushing forward? Yeah, yeah, totally. P- people people want to be a part of something positive, and they they want to see what's possible, you know, and 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 so. To see somebody come from where I was, like here locally, because everyone knew I was sick, and to see me, to see me get better, and they want to be a part of that, and then and then to share about the vulnerability of like the experience of just what yeah. it means to 
to be like a feeler and, 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 and it's something I need to get back to, right? Like you hit the nail on the head by like, was that your key? Like, cause people often, I don't even really take notice sometimes of how the social media thing really took off. And we yeah. got, especially back before when the algorithm was, was when we could all be successful, right? you <laughs> yeah. know, it was crazy how many people we were reaching on every post. It was nuts. It's crazy. And people say, how did you do that? Thousands. And the key was vulnerability. <laughs> vulnerability. That was it. It was just to talk about what you were experiencing Show people, share people your life. Um, talk about what's working for you. Talk about what's not. Just be a human being. You know? Yeah. Trial and error and everything. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody, it's a small business. They're their second chance stories. It's it, there's a lot rolled into one. There, there's the rescue element. There's the there's the you know being of service to something other than yourself element. So people Definitely. can follow on social media and feel like they're helping some, a good cause. They're they're contributing without actually having to be there. That's a big part of it. It's good to actually sit here and talk about it with you guys because I think when, you get, when you're caught up in it, you're just rapid fire going at all oh, times. Yeah, yeah definitely. Television. So, yeah, yeah, so you forget to slow down and kind of like focus on what, what truly got, got you there. there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How many – I know you, it's probably impossible to say, but how many dogs do you think you rescued? How many dogs have you rescued? Oh, man. I've probably had in, in, in whatever, 14 years, I've probably had 1,000 dogs. Just me? Just you. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing, <laughs> that's, that's man. Crazy. That's a big shot. Honestly, yeah. you uh, – I was telling him. Probably at least. Probably more than that, yeah. actually. Probably more than that. Maybe even 2,000. I don't know. There were so many in the beginning. I lost – like it was crazy. You are just gone. I had a – I just had – I mean right now <laughs> yeah. I have – I don't know. There's 12 animals here. <laughs> <laughs> They're two, all two, around. Two, Definitely. Three cats and, uh, and six or seven dogs, yeah. So with the um, – Besides the positive program, can you tell us a little more about the school programs you have, you have right now? Like you mm-hmm. said, uh, it's finals week. Yeah, Spirits man. are drained. And- well, we got two. The, the, the programs are – so Miracle Mutts is our therapy and, 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 and education. So the therapy aspect is we have a couple dozen therapy dogs that we've certified, dogs that people either have adopted or, or whatever who come to us and they say, hey, we want to be involved in your therapy program. So we – we test them for canine good citizen certification. We help them get through that test, and then they have to volunteer for 50 hours. Okay. So then after they get that, they get their, their um, therapy certification, and your dog is officially a certified therapy, therapy dog. dog. So we got – those are the Miracle Mutts, and they just go out everywhere, man. They go to everywhere. Like we've taken them so many different places in Tehachapi and in, and in Bakersfield, different hospitals, different institutions, different organizations, the Homeless Center, the Mission at Kern County, Valley Achievement Center, Mountain Pathways, oh, Honor Flight, uh, Ronald McDonald House, like Blood and Cancer Center, any, dude, so many places. It's like, I think it's upwards of 80. 80 places? Yeah. That's bad. That we've been with the, with the dogs. And then there's also the educational component of it, which is the pledge program. So pledge is like, um, Positive leadership and empathy and dog guardianship. Okay. Which is a crazy <laughs> complex. <laughs> acronym, that's a crazy but it's, it's got common core, um, common core quality to it. So there's stuff that teachers have to teach anyway that's in this curriculum that's that's so, based on positivity yeah. and empathy and, and dog guardianship. So they can get you – know, it's bullying aspects. There's there's recognition of, of all creeds, all breeds, that type of stuff. Definitely. So. So yeah, that's at standard elementary right now. The kids just graduated. It's a four-week-long program, so we go in there every week and teach them that. And and any school can get involved if okay. they want to. Yeah, if you guys know people, know know superintendents or principals or whomever that okay. are interested, we we'll definitely send them do. our way. We definitely do, man. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so that's the that's our. We're really hoping. What we're trying to do is is conquer, you know. The, the no kill aspect. Right. Of That's why I wanted County, to jump right? into too. Yes. So we're we're looking to make Kern County no kill, and to, and Kern County, up until like 2012, killed. I mean, they, we still don't know the numbers because the municipal shelters don't report. Right. But just the county shelter did, you know, t- tens of thousands of dogs euthanized. Then um, I forget the exact number, but it's it's obviously astronomical when you take in the other nine municipality. Other nine shelters there are from McFarland, Delaney. Why don't they report? They don't have to, and they don't have money to do so. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I know there's a mechanism. It would also not look good, I'm sure. That's part of it, you know? But for other places, like, there's shafters been kicking ass. You know, they got a guy, um, an ACO or animal control officer there, Nick, who's just kicking ass, man. He's doing great stuff, and it really helped turn that shelter around. They also have a few nickels to rub together, whereas yeah. places like Wasco and McFarland they don't. really don't, yeah. But um, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. So we got to get after it with education. We got to get after it with just making it everywhere. Get it, 
get it get out, out there. And, yeah. and, um, and and obviously rescue rehab spay neuter. You know, Definitely. those are the the pro the of the. Great programs too, but oh, you guys nice. chipped my guy too. Today's ball, ball. You yeah. guys chipped him and everything. Yeah. How exactly does that work? I don't. See, yeah, that's man, what I don't. Well, the microchips are great, especially like for bringing out. Uh, oddly enough, it brings out the Hispanic community. It's it's something that um, that is interesting. It was interesting. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, "What?" Yeah, I'll, that's <laughs> what, you know, I did it. I was like, "I'll, our, I'll do it." Dogs. Yeah, and, and, it, and it is. It's a. It's very practical, obviously. So it's just the, the size of a rice kernel, and you you take it with a with a needle, basically a delivery mechanism that puts it subcutaneously under the skin. You just jab them like you would be giving them um, an injection, injection, and it just places it right between their shoulder blades. And, and then anytime they're scanned, it's their number is going to come up and it's going to show your information. So it's you know, it's a yes. permanent <laughs> permanent dog tag, um, <laughs> which is great. What uh, do you think it's going to take? I know the education, the gain the word out to make our county a no kill county. It's going to take a cultural shift for, for all of us. You know, some people, depending on where you are and what camp you're from, some people will say, well, this is a, this is a Hispanic problem, you know, and I'm going to say, you got to be kidding me, you know. Right. Spay and neuter is, it, it's a problem in any low-income area regardless of, of, of the situation. But, but at the same time, yes, it is a Hispanic problem. It's a Hispanic problem. It's a white problem. Yeah. It's everybody's problem. Right. And every, each, we need people in each of those communities because you need leaders you need business yeah. leaders you need you need political leaders like leticia perez has done a good job of making spain Inter a priority in her community okay, in Arvin okay. Lamont. okay and so now it's become a thing in arvin lamont whereas five ten years ago people didn't know anything yeah. about spain Inter. it was just like being in mexico yeah i mean certain areas because i've been working down there for a long time and there are areas where it was just um you know your dog's just just cruise around yeah. and, and they cruise around and they go to a neighbor's house and they'll go knock up their dog yeah, and, and then they cruise around home and then they just come home later it's kind of like how I grew up actually <laughs> where my dad's house was the dogs just kind of went out and then they would come home yeah. and they go out and, and kick it and, and but so it's shifting it's shifting the cultural paradigm of, of how you care for your animals it's shifting um, you know what your priorities are in terms of spaying and neutering and vaccinating so yeah I mean the key the key Tool is spay and neuter, um, but the real weapon long term is going to be information. It's yeah. going to be education and information, and, and having people's priorities be realigned. Mm-hmm. So where spaying and neutering your dog is your number one priority, not you know you know right next to getting a collar and feeding it. Right. It needs yeah. to be spaying and neutering it. Definitely, you know? I, I see that. It's honestly, man. I live on um, the east side of Bakersfield, it's Mount Vernon, Virginia. Big problem, stray dogs. Yeah, big problem. Like, yeah. I've me, 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 Cabal, Cabal, and I go on walks, man, and they're just they're everywhere, and yeah. it, they they're not really, I guess, yeah. home trained. Nah. They're trying to kill my dog. It's yeah. horrible. I got to catch a couple of them, man. I don't know. Really? It's it's been bad, man. Yeah. yeah. But what did you do? What would you recommend for someone like me and my little community to do regarding that? Just to give information to other people well, who need, don't know about yeah. Spain what we need to do is have people kind of be responsible for their little neighborhood. So if people could Definitely. focus on their hood. Right from like A Avenue to First Street, right yeah. where you get a block mm-hmm. that that you um, you do outreach. You know, and there's the the coalition that we built that Kern County Animal Services that we're a part of, a couple of other, a bunch of other organizations are part of it. The Cat People, um, we're providing we're, we're going to get literature together that people can then use and take to their communities. But you got to know where free spay and neuter is offered. Yeah, um, you know how it's offered. And, and it's all available. It's all out it's there. It's all on your our, Facebook. Our community is starting oh, to make yeah, it happen, yeah. you know. So it's it's available. We're not doing spay neuter um, like we were right now. Um, our spay neuter director started her own organization also. So okay. um, we're trying to just play catch up. But but it's still available. It's still out there. It still exists. Um, Critters Critters Not Litters is an incredible hospital that does real cheap spay neuter and. So it's all there. Is that? Know? Would you recommend that for everybody? Would Would you say dogs that healthier? Does that help them health wise? Oh yeah. In the long I mean, run, long term it is for sure. There are okay. things that happen long term. I mean, I think the average your average um, life expectancy is improved when you spay or neuter. Okay. You're also not going to have to worry about complications from birth. You're not going to have to worry about you know. It's just a it's a tremendous imposition to have you know dogs. I mean, and it should be a tremendous imposition on your conscience. That should be the number yeah. one thing because you have no idea where yeah. that dog. <laughs> Is going where that dog went, and and what that dog might 
you know, end up, you don't know how many of those dogs end up dead. And there's a guy up here in Tehachapi. He had six dogs that turned into 160 in like two years. <laughs> that was this big hoarding case we've been dealing with. Is this that, one guy that's the, yeah, that okay, had six okay. dogs that just mass produced and they all look the same. You know, they're all like related looking. And uh, it's been a nightmare. They're all feral. They're all like terribly difficult to, uh, to deal with. And how, how do you adapt to that? Do you bring them home, try to bring some? Oh, well, yeah, it depends on who I'm fostering. I mean, I got this one right now. I got Cora. I got, um, so, and I got another, that black dog right there that's in that kennel. That's midnight. Uh-huh. So I just put her away before you guys got here. Um, so if I would, if I would have a feral dog here, they're really difficult. There's a lot of things that are counterintuitive. You know, you don't make eye contact. You don't force them into situations. They obviously can't walk on a leash. You're, right. you're a predator in their world, you know? So there's a lot of desensitization desensitization that has to take place dealing with feral dogs is a whole nother ball game okay you know we have a friend um melissa who runs a place called the devoted barn and i would concede feral dog training questions to her because it is a challenge man it's a whole different ball game okay yeah i actually have a friend melissa who's a principal at a high school who's a big fan of you oh yeah so man, get sure, us in man yeah, melissa if you're <laughs> listening to mom she was so excited it's, that we were good it's common core Common core. We definitely we have a couple of principles we've been uh we uh interact with, man. Yeah, so cool. we'll definitely get definitely out there. Cool, cool. So with um Marley's butts, and this is all nonprofit, of course, right? Mm-hmm. How many donors do you say, you would say you have or you have had in the last thousands ten years? Yeah, thousands and thousands. That, um, I mean, because we're in we're, we have fans in forty two countries. Wow. Oh, okay, you know? that's, so that's beautiful. All over every state in the union and forty two countries. So that's a lot, you know. Um, you can track your demographics, obviously, you know, on, on Facebook. And uh-huh. yeah. So we got we have a, we have a nice following in like areas you wouldn't imagine, you know, in uh, in in the Middle East, in uh, in Romania, in we got a following international. All over the place. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So you get donors from all over the place, and um, obviously we most of our our people are here locally, but we're really trying to spread into Los Angeles because. Uh-huh. I think we're doing it. I think we're doing a good job, and I think we got the curriculum that Liz put together for Pledge is really awesome. And there's no reason why it couldn't be in in schools regularly. It couldn't be in every school, you know. Uh, we need humane education, especially in this part of our world. You go north to to um, Oregon, Washington, they don't have the problems we no. have at all. People don't. Even, people can't comprehend it. I ran into a, a European a gal from uh, Holland today. Uh, she's hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, and I told her that I had midnight with me. She goes, uh. She goes, what is – I said, it's from the shelter. She goes, what is shelter? They had <laughs> no was, idea. Uh, she was, like, from your home? Yeah. I said, no, no, no. She's from the shelter. She meant – thought I meant, like, give like a, shelter. Yeah, yeah definitely. I said, no, like uh, like the orphanage. <laughs> it for dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, why do, why, why do dogs go there? You know, she couldn't comprehend <laughs> yeah. what it meant. It's culture shock, I bet, yeah. to her. Yeah. She was very culture shock by that. Because yeah, I told her we we, – because we, we rescued the entire shelter. We took every dog and every cat. There was 20-something animals. And she goes, you took the whole like, what? She just couldn't understand <laughs> yeah. what I was She's communicating like, what are you talking to her. About? Yeah. Um, with the just go like I guess from where you started or where everything else started. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out like you have people in the Middle East or the forty two. Does that like blow your mind or like yeah, how does that? How do you react to that? That's crazy. I um I should I should spend more time <laughs> thinking about it because what I what I recently have to come to grips with and it's taken me too long is that I am a <laughs> role model and I and I yeah. I reach a lot of people and I I need to um, be as positive a source as great a source of light as I possibly yeah, can be definitely and, and I was so intimidated about being I don't really I'm not comfortable talking I'm not comfortable doing videos I'm not comfortable <laughs> in a lot of the situations that I'm in I'm not comfortable talking in front of groups yeah. but I have to do it constantly yeah. <laughs> and uh, so and then I get a lot of criticism you know a lot of people um, in this, particularly in this line of work, like to tear you down, especially when you're reaching, when you got tons of followers and people yeah. just want to talk shit and rip you down. And uh-huh. you the know, baby with the, I forgot her. Uh, we took two hours. What's her name? The the, the Cora. Cora. She's man. Yeah, that she's made a, me cry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of your posts. Make me, I'm a, you know what? My dog made me emotional. Do you have kids? No, no, no my dog is my, my kid. Dog. Like yeah. honestly, I'm, you guys make fun of me. He does new things. You know, he'll he protects when he sleeps by the door. He takes yeah. care of me. I cry, man. Oh man, I didn't know. And they said, oh, German shepherds are loyal. They're gonna take care of you. Oh, oh awesome, man, dude, man. I'm a big teddy bear, man. He That's makes cool. me emotional every time he does something new. And he, cool. he just knows, since you know. I had my baby, like. 
and since I've been trying to write more positive stuff, just I'm just I, I rush through everything, man. Right. So yeah. I don't take time to put the feel on it like I used to. Yeah. And, and, that, and that and that's reflected. It's reflected in the numbers. It's reflected in, in how people connect. So, uh, but since I since my baby was born, I find the littlest things where I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> 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 trying to stop, trying to It's right in the heart, huh? <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. So yeah. how, being a father now, so we'll jump yeah. into that. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, you see that? Recent, how, right? Recent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A it's... month and two days. Oh, wow. Congrats. How's fatherhood so far? I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. Like, um, my wife obviously does the heavy lifting because um, she has boobs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, I help out as much as I can. You know, I handle I handle our our Scow family farm to the best of my ability, so that she doesn't have to do anything else. And I love it, man. Awesome. Uh, it, it's been weird, you know. Like, there's a certain you know she's pregnant, so I, I have to like if she's been pregnant or post pregnant, yeah. so I have to stay away from her to a certain degree. <laughs> First child, sucks, but yeah. First, oh man, that's yeah. great, man. That's yeah, great. But it's been terrific, man. And she and the, the animals all love her. You know, our our pit bull, um, our pig. Like everybody, yeah, the cats, awesome. Everyone's into it. That feel like another. I don't, you know how you said you know you you been battling with sobriety. Mm-hmm. That just another thing that helps you prop you up and yeah, for sure gives you totally. another reason well, to I mean, live. I'll I guess be, another purpose. I'll be in life. sober ten years in October. Congratulations, Congrats. man! Thanks. Definitely. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, now that I you thought, said about it. Did you ever think about that point when you're at that point in your life where you were, you no. know, on? You were no, no, just, no. you never thought you'd be 10, 10 years over? Years of sobriety was like unheard of. Fucking, <laughs> like impossibility. I thought, I thought when I, the first meetings I went to, I thought they were lying. I thought everybody who was like, oh, I've got 20 years of sobriety, clean and happy. Thought I thought they were like, whatever, you go home. <laughs> and you're full of it, man. Yeah, I as soon as you, you walk out yeah. that door. Yeah, he's, he's wiling out on weekends. He's just not talking about it. Uh, so I never thought about it, man. I didn't think I would live that long. You know, the, my first, I've never, sure, I've like dreamt about it. Like, oh, man, to have that coin with that X on it. Right. Man, what will that be like? So, yeah, this will be a big year, man. This is a big year. I uh, I did not think I would live to be thirty, and I that nearly came true, you know. And I I didn't think I'd. I've never really thought I was going to be around for a long time. Definitely. So it, I've never felt like I was destined for longevity. So it's felt good to start thinking about the the, which has made me not really dream. Uh, set goals like I should, or or dream like I should, because I I never really think about you had to limit your life that yeah. long. Um, and like I even got news recently about my liver and, and what I need to do to take care of it, and like what stage of deterioration I'm in, which is is not good. Uh, but I'm gonna be okay. I'm pretty convinced I'm gonna be all right. You know, I know what I need to do. I know that I need to take care of myself. I know that I need that I. And with the baby here, it's like I got no more excuses. Right. Yeah, it, just, needs yeah. To just it has to be. It's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be. Um, I need to be here. I got. I got no. You know, again, if I I couldn't live for myself before, I live for the dogs. If I still am having that <laughs> hard shoot. of a time yeah. with it, I got my my baby, and I I just need to. Uh, to focus on it, you know. Is that something you struggle with every day? All the sobriety? time, man. Yeah, see, I do that well, to everybody. I mean, sobriety is not something I struggle with. I struggle with self-love, which which the two are connected. Yeah, you yeah. know, your 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 uh, need to check out emotionally. Uh, I I just couldn't. Being in here, it's still it's hard, man. It's hard. My brain doesn't stop analyzing and being critical. I'm I mean, I'm in this constant mode of criticism. Should have done that differently. Should have done this differently. Right. I'll probably think about this when you leave <laughs> yeah. and be like, could have done that differently. No. And, uh-huh. and that's uh, I've always been just my work. People say you know uh, you're your own worst critic, and I I, I am my own worst critic right. to the point where I'm I, I am my enemy. You know yeah. I am my enemy. I am. I always have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's poor decisions or just. Not being okay with myself after right. all the affirmation, all the people, people like yourself, people yeah. that I respect that yeah. you know fill you with with affirmation. There's still it's like there's this feeling. Well, they don't really know. I'm still I'm still just this piece of shit underneath it all. I'm still just this. I'm still the person you know, and I'm not the person I was. I'm nowhere right. no, near the near. person yeah. I was. Um, but even all along, I know I've been a good person. I've always had this scaffolding for for what it takes to be a good person. I've always known the yeah. difference between right and wrong. I don't know. I've just, I've done a lot of things in my life that were really bad. I've hurt people, you know, physically, emotionally. Um, and so some of that stuff, you know, and I, and I just, I really want to do right by people and I want to do right by my animals and my family. And, and, uh, I still, and every time I hurt someone's feelings or I do something wrong, I, I, 
I'm really sensitive to it. Yeah. And I, I feel it eats at you. It does. Yeah. It totally it's eats like at you. It's like magnified to yourself. Yeah. Death on a bigger. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's really hard for me to forgive myself. Is right. the biggest problem. Yeah. I have a real hard time forgiving myself. But and, man, um, I need to. I, it's not even like I want to. I need to move on from that. If unless I want to start taking everything my baby does personally. Right. Like, oh, don't you like me, baby? Yeah. What's going on, baby? Yeah. And it's hard, See, man. I'm just a piece of shit. It's hard to move past that past life. Honestly, yeah. man, I can relate to you because I've had troubles with drug issues in the past and it, it's it, it feels normal outside but i wish people could see inside my brain dude i feel like i'm not doing shit and yeah. that, it just not melancholy i guess you could say but yeah. i get my short stints of sadness like i'm just in bed yeah. i don't feel like i'm doing enough or i, yeah. or I think of my dad like damn i can't let my dad down yeah, yeah or that's why i felt like with your dad when you were sick you said in one of the interviews that he was a dad who's motivated oh, he to do a lot it, yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. like man that's when i've been through my stages and it's yeah. over is no joke, man. It's it, it, it for me. It's everyday thing. Like yeah. I, but I just know I have to stay away from anybody or whatever they yeah. when they're doing it. Yeah, that's the tough part. That, that the tough part in the beginning for sure is you, I wasn't. I'm addicted. Could I get sucked in that world real yeah. fast, man? Yeah. But it's but yeah. I f- understand 100. Like I wish people say, "Tell me, Otto, you're doing great things. You're doing a lot of things." But I'm like, dude, do you know what's going on with mine when I'm yeah. sleeping at night? Like yeah. I'm struggling. Or not sleeping at yeah, night. Yeah, like I'm yeah. struggling. Yeah. And I don't know. If, I know I made the right decision, but I, sometimes I can't forgive myself. Yeah. And I felt like I've been at that point too. When you been, you looked in the mirror, and you're not. Who the hell are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And that's All not. The time, that's man. not easy, man. It's and, not and, easy. Uh, it's up to us. At some point, you know, you just got to let go of it. At some point, you know. You got to give yourself some credit, and, and, and if you can't do it yourself, you got to just trust that other people aren't full of shit. That they're not <laughs> lying to you. Yeah. That they mean it. They, they really want to look out that, for you. That you just yeah, you know. And you and for me, unless I unless I really start to make some shifts soon, I'm just going to be burnt out. I I can't deal taking everything so sensitive. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, I can't emotional drain sometimes, man. Yeah. It's it is. I've been going through something the last several months, you know, with people that I really care about, you know, and 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 you know, having to separate from those people and, uh, you know, and then all these terrible things have been said in the process. And, and it's just, I, I didn't realize until like the last two nights, like how utterly drained, like I got nothing left. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm so sensitive to those experiences. And, and a lot of people just said like, I, I, I could give two fucks about what you think. Yeah, I definitely. wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. I try to, and I try to front like I can, yeah. but I, I even I'm more draining. Man, yeah. And I, and I, you just, it's like the spiritual upkeep, man. When I spiritually keep myself up, I do well. When I take time to breathe, when I take time to read, when I take time to talk to other people, when I take time to get out of my own head, yeah, I'm fine. Definitely. I do good. But if I get back behind the steering wheel, like just me, you know. You got to stay like, busy, man. Yeah. That's, I 100% feel you on that. Yeah. It's, yeah you got to keep the mind occupied and stay off the bullshit. You're busy. Yeah, you got to fill yourself with positivity. You got to fill yourself with. With, you know, there's so many people that have done it right and they don't know how to do it and have been through your own your neuroses, the same things that you have. And you just got to you gotta have the guts to – I mean that's the thing about being in the program. But the thing about being sober for me is that I'm, you're always up for self-evaluation. Mo- and I didn't realize how most people aren't. Yeah. Most people don't really like to look at themselves. No. They, they, there is a certain level of narcissism like built into our society where you know, people don't think they – they, they can really do anything wrong and, and, and they'll kind of and there's very little accountability so right. people don't really I don't see people as often as I would like to take accountability for their own actions yeah. and just apologize or recognize that they could have done something different they're so quick and especially in, in this is what, what drives so many people nuts in uh, who are using and drinking is they want to put everything on, oh, somebody, on else. somebody else. It's all somebody else. Yeah. You know, your problems, your life, your whatever is somebody else's issue. It's Donald Trump's problem. It's Governor Brown's issue. It was Barack Obama. It was my dad. It was my mom. Yeah. It was whomever. At the end of the day, it's just you, man. You got yeah. you and yours and your yeah. family. If you don't figure your shit out, you got nobody else to blame but yourself. But we're so, we're it's such a litigious society. We want to sue and blame. And I mean, Take no, no responsibility no for the responsibility. actions. No, everything. It starts at home, too. I'm a big believer in that. You gotta have, it starts at home with the parents. But you got to yeah, want sure. it for yourself as well at Definitely. the end of it, though. Well, yeah. it's weird, though, because I grew up around a lot of people who had wonderful households, but everything was provided, so there wasn't any necessity. Right. So, like, there was a whole cross-section. I grew up in a broken home, you know? So one side of the family was pretty, like, you know, blue-collar. The Level other off. side was, yeah. And um, some of these kids, they, they, they just talk about 
gold-plated spoons, man. The title and, bit to the fullest. Yeah, yeah, and what definitely. that did was uh, some of the worst drug problems, some of the <laughs> gnarliest like uh, personality issues and, and disorders and all that stuff came from those households where there wasn't a necessity, where everything was given to you because you don't have any of those natural triggers in your life to yeah. want to improve to want to get better to want to strive to you never you have, they have no they have no uh feeling of the struggle yeah, yeah well, exactly. man, as soon as they hit that one wall it's like that's the end of the world yeah exactly yeah, good that's point the, man that's the that's yeah. the part you got to understand like no there's bumps and bruises out yeah. there like definitely life is there's no yeah. smooth road in life yeah. can't handle uh can't handle disappointment and that's yeah. part of my, my issues is i'm I, that's why I like I peaked at 16, you know, because I was killing it at 16, man, killing it. And then I started, you know, I, I like I was such a good ball player and I was a good surfer and I was a good good all good at all these sports. But when it came time for the real deal, like I couldn't perform, man. Like I remember one time I it was opening day and I was pitching and I and I is I'll never forget his kid's name is Victor. You know, I still I we're still buddies on Facebook and everything. And uh, I I. I couldn't find the plate, man. I yes. was just throwing heat and just not even close. Yeah. And so I just hit him in the I hit him in the head, knocked him out, and and then I started to cry. I can't. Like, I, I couldn't. I felt everybody's eyes on me. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. watching all my reactions. And same thing when I was batting. I just I'd swing for the fences rather than make a nice contact. contact yeah. Make contact with the ball. Yeah, yeah I was just trying to like. I, I was feeling everybody's presence around me. It made it tough. And I do appreciate you discussing with us. It's not easy, man. No. Even me telling the world yeah. about my stuff, I yeah. never shut out anybody. You got to, man. It's, it's the got best. To, yeah. People are gonna, people go. are gonna find you, and you're gonna connect. Life's about connecting, man. It, and if you keep all your shit to yourself, then then you're not gonna connect with anybody. You and might as well be in prison. Yeah, that's how for I feel. Sure. That, yeah. My that's my thing. I need to get the hell out of my room stuff. Because if I get locked in this little mine in my room, yeah, my dark room, it's a dangerous. It is, man. It is, man. Not any tools. But uh, the way yeah. I deal with it, I think is just stay positive. Doing yeah. the podcasting, coaching, school, yeah. work. That's how I that's get by every day. And that's yeah. what. But then you're right. It does emotionally drain you. Yeah. And um, I do appreciate you discussing that with yeah, us. Yeah, totally. I mean, connecting is the coolest thing about what you guys get to do with this. Yeah. Is that you get to, to shine light on people who are who are I mean that's what I'm doing I'm connecting with the world yeah. and and what we're doing right now is connecting with one another and and there's something that you're going through that is unique to you that is exactly what somebody needs to hear man Definitely. exactly what somebody needs to hear Definitely. someone's gonna hear that you cry when your German Shepherd sits at the front door and they're like holy shit that's me man too. You know, but that's the thing I think that's what that's why you're, I think that's why you're killing it too though it's just that people can relate without even we knowing love, that they people really love relate. dogs around the world yeah. man yeah. that's why how do you feel at least a Horace Case, what's his name again? I'm sorry. Oh, that's Evander. Evander's the real case. Deal. The Evander, real do you, deal. you bring right. this home, obviously, at night. Yeah. Does that, do you lose some sleep over his? No, I used to get, like, militant in the beginning. I wanted to, like, form a posse and go, like, hurt somebody. You know, <laughs> go find Go call them. some of my shadiest friends up. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't talked to you in a few years, yeah. but I may, yeah. need, I may need you. I don't now. need any drugs, but I do need you to bring <laughs> a baseball bat and some bandanas. Oh, no, I got yeah, an address for you real yeah. fast. Yeah, uh, yeah no. You know, it just doesn't do any good. Definitely. My only focus goes into uh, telling the story and trying to make it positive. Because if we if we get all, you know, people are terrible. I wear this, this wristband that says people, people are, are good. Because yeah, everyone, that's what they want to say in the rescue community. People suck. People are terrible. People are awful. Only reason I am where I am is because of people. people. Yeah. You know, yeah. only reason I'm here, the only reason I'm making a difference is because of all these wonderful people. And we don't need to give light to any of the shitty people. Yeah. Let's just give light to the good people and focus on that Definitely. because we all need role models. Yeah. Definitely, man. I don't, man. We are post though, beautiful. I love they. They hit to the I gotta heart. get back into it, man. They like hit to since the heart, I had man. the baby, I've been I've been doing better <laughs> stuff. You know, getting yeah. more real with it, and, yeah, and I definitely. noticed like the the circulation is, is like double yeah. when you when you when you're real. Cora's yeah. been everywhere, man. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Did you get? I heard you got a lot of criticism for that too. Is that true? We got, for both of our two-legged dogs, we got criticism for not. Uh, people want to, you know, put them to sleep. sleep. People want to put them to sleep when because people don't like seeing dogs suffer, and they they see a dog without two front legs, and they go, she's a, yeah. she's a monster, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What's she gonna do? She's gonna have no quality of life. She's gonna be this little wiggle worm. She was she came right to me yeah, at the she door. She, I didn't yeah. look at any different deal yeah. dogs. Yeah, and she creeps. I mean, she does like loves the baby. She uh, she has her wheels now, so she gets around <laughs> like a boss, man. Like, <laughs> for real, like a boss. And she, you know, her she also had a broken hip, so that's all healed up. She's legit. She's good to go. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. So I don't take it home with me, man. I p- try to put it all into into uh, positivity. A lot of people, 
in the rescue community, that's what they want to focus on is the murder, death, kill, you know, murder, death, kill aspect of it all, where it's just like, let's focus on the negative. Oh, I'd kill that person. If, if I ever, I'd like to find the guy that did that to Hooch so I can kill him. And it's like, no. man, no, it's not gonna solve don't even put your, your energy into yeah. that. It's not going to do you any good, man. And that's just because people are frustrated. Yeah. yeah. People are frustrated with life in general and stuff. Definitely, yeah. Oh, get angry. Well, before um, <laughs> before we head back to Bakersfield, do you have any um, special shout-outs, any gems that you want to drop, you know, special sayings in life that – That's yeah. – this is one of our key things. Um, make it good. No, so really good. to the youth, you know. <laughs> it's more speaking to the youth. Yeah, because – something uh, you live by or mantra. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the – what we live by, um, and one of the phrases that, that I, I started with this organization is all creeds, all breeds. And um, it's real important for me working in, in life. I mean, right now we live in we live in a real polarized society, culture, Bakersfield. Right. Bakersfield is one of the only cities where you go to one side of Cottonwood and it's black, and you go to the other side and it's brown. Yes. You go to the you go, you know, West, northwest yeah. of that and it's white. white yeah. And so we're more than ever, we need to focus on on, on pe- people are nothing but energy and potential. They're not their race yeah. and their breed. They are energy and potential. That's all people are. And you yeah. got to look at it that way. You can't look at somebody. I mean, obviously, you know, people are are, are their heritage, but that's not what that's not what they're defined by. Yeah. You know, and we we yeah, the Dallas got something to say. They, um, I mean, that more, more than anything, I just want I want togetherness and uh, and the idea of, of all creeds, all breeds, man. Do you have any special shout outs? Um, who am I thinking about, man? <laughs> a shout out to the cat people for holding it down. Shout out to Lewis Gill always. I'm thinking about him. Lewis Gill. Lewis I know. Gill from Gill the- Friend of mine. Yeah, he's a good dude. Good, good guy. He's a real good dude. Trying I'm to get- always thinking about Lewis. Oh, good. Lewis is a good guy. Shout out to Shannon Paris and, uh, and her husband who uh, is in the hospital right now recovering. They've been on my mind all day, uh, the last several days actually. Um, and uh, and shout out to all those Mutt Militia out there who are holding it down, just uh, trying to help as many dogs as possible, man. And you want to give a quick, um, this is a quick, uh, how you say, a quick plug, how you can donate to Marley's Mutts? Yeah, marleysmutts.org uh, forward slash donate is where you can donate. Um, you know, we're Marley's Mutts on Instagram, Marley's Mutts Dog Rescue on Facebook. Uh, we do Twitter stuff too. I need to get more into that. I just, man, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to keep up with all of that. It's a lot. It is a lot. I'm just happy I'm filling my Instagram story with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. I got I got Hooch's page. We got the Miracle Mutts page. We got Motor City. We got you know Marley's Mutts personal page. All that stuff. It, it gets exhausting. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I'm glad you guys are doing this, man. It's cool. And we definitely. appreciate you coming yeah, out, man. Yeah, it definitely. really means a lot to us, definitely. and we Absolutely. we love what you're doing, man. Cool. Thanks, appreciate man. it. Yeah, man. you got it. it. Thank you, guys. Zach, we're out. That is episode six. Peace. Off the fly. Episode six.